This week on Survivor. And the final week on Survivor. You have got to be kidding me. I can't believe it. Uh, it's finally over. I'm sad. I'm glad we got three whole hours to finish it off, but... So much Survivor. It was I, awesome. I laughed. I cried. You did. You did shed a few tears. Yeah, we'll get into that later. So did I. So. How could you not? I know. If you didn't, you're officially not a human. You're a monster. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. I can't believe it. And we have done an episode of our podcast for every episode. So way to go, us. Woo! And way to go to all of our listeners. All three of them. <laughs> all right. Well, should we recap this whole three-hour episode in one minute? I say and, we uh, should. Get this little show on the road? Yee, doggy. Okay, it's your turn to go first. Let's see how far you get. You usually get pretty far, so I'm not worried. I'll just have to say the winner, I think. <laughs> yeah, probably. A very brief notes. Okay, ready? Yep. In three, two... One, go. All right, so we start out. Jeff is in his garage. Uh, then we go to the edge of extinction. It's the big return challenge. They have to do a bunch of stuff. Natalie has three advantages. Wendell almost wins, but Natalie wins. And then Natalie's the first target out. Jibber jabber talking all the all around. Uh, and then immunity water slide crazy uh michelle is so far behind but then it actually comes back idle talk totally has uh tribal uh but no i can't so yeah that was uh that was hard yeah you got to the first challenge yeah did you even say who won i don't know i i mostly said oh yeah you did uh, ew, yeah. Uh, uh, that's 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 good enough. Okay. You, you know, you know who wins. Maybe I'll just literally read my notes. Put the thirty seconds on the clock, Coach. Put me in, okay. Coach. Also, for those of you who don't see us because we are a podcast, all season I've been doing the Jeff Probes go. It's the old arm movements, the old arm switch. Okay, ready in three, two, one, go. So Nat, Ben, and Tony all have idols and they all play them. So that means it's either Sarah or Denise and Denise gets voted out. Then Tony gets back, searches for the new idol, but it's Natalie who finds it. Tony wins the next immunity challenge, which is the big uh, jump off the thing, swim, bag toss. That's his fourth time winning. Then he goes up in the spy nest reveals that nat has the idol ben sacrifices himself to sarah final challenge with balls natalie wins sarah versus tony in the fire making tony wins Woohoo! and then breakfast and then jury question major respect to all the players and guess who wins tony friggin cops are us vlachos i think that's his last name oh timer went off but gave you a couple extra seconds well yeah thanks i had to get through yeah, it's it's only because of my yeah that got yeah. That was know. probably my best recap. Well, then should we let them know that you got recapped? Booyah! For the very last time. I know, but season forty-one it has been announced by Jeffrey Jeff Probst himself. Yeah, hey Probst. <laughs> Who am I? Wendell. Wendell. Okay, so 
We thank you all for listening so much and we hope you have enjoyed our take on uh, the show and like incorporating the different themes and talking through each episode through the lens of each theme and we had a lot of fun doing that. Um, We just thought that for this last one we would have a little bit more fun and not have a theme and do more of like a celebratory award show. (laughs) So that's what we're doing. We have a bunch of awards to give out to either people or moments or things that happened on the show and we thought that would just be like a fun way to recap the whole season, talk about things we love, talk about things we maybe didn't love so much and uh, just have a great time doing it. It's a little less um, intense and and more fun. So Can't wait. Yeah. And I wrote out all of the awards, so G doesn't really know what they are. No idea. Just like... He has an idea about... Episode one of every season when all those people load up on the island and you just have no idea who anybody is. Mm-hmm. But That's then by the feeling. end, you, you fall in love. <laughs> Okay, well, that's a great place to start. And um, speaking of love, love is all about being allies. It conquers all. So the first award we're going to give out is to the best alliance of the season. I think I'd like to take this one, (laughs) if you don't mind. Great question, Melissa. Let me shoot that right back to you. Who do you think (laughs) had the best alliance? Okay, so for all of our dedicated listeners, you've heard me go on and on and on about Ben and my distaste for... About to eat your words, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Because what I guess his whole play was this season was like to not play and just make really great friendships and it wasn't really revealed until this final three-hour episode that that's what he was doing um so i think through this whole thing i was just like freaking make a move like stop being a yes man stop just i felt like he was just like tagging along for the ride and wasn't really in this game to win it or like make a big move um, and then he was kind of like, yeah, I, I didn't want to come out of it the way I did last time. And I want to come out of it a better person with friends. So kudos to him. I think his alliance with Tony and Sarah was really brought to light to like the intensity that it was this episode, especially with him like sacrificing himself to Sarah. Uh. Uh, and then also with Sarah and Tony fighting it out to the death in their fire challenge. Then they're very like emotional. I love yous and goodbyes. Um, I'd have to say like, that is probably one of the strongest alliances I've ever seen in the game. Even in the ones like blood versus water, like even those weren't, didn't seem to be as strong as these three. Well, and I really voting out their own family in blood versus water. Yeah, like that one one person did vote out her mom. So, you know, this was super intense. And so I'd have to say, like, that is a the best alliance. And Tony proved that by winning. 
And I'm sorry, Ben. I take it back. I'm glad you have friends now. Yeah, I mean, it was, it kind of, like, he he mentioned it during the season. You kind of see it, but definitely not to that extent, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a whole different different thing when you see it and the very end when he's like a dog who has to go out behind the shed and, you know. Whoa. Made it way more intense there. He, it was so intense. Okay. It was so intense when it was happening because he was like, you have to take me out. Yeah. You have to. I love a good uh, sacrifice. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and I'd like to give an honorable mention to the very beginning when um, Yule forms that alliance with Wendell, Nick, and Sophie and himself. And they're like the the one-time player alliance. They had great potential. So, honorable mention. Okay, ready for the next award? Yeah. Okay, I'll let you do this one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Um Okay. Who had who who was the best dressed and the worst dressed? Oh great. To yeah, interpret so, this anyway. Practicality, yeah, fashion. No, I've I've definitely spent a lot of time thinking about this <laughs> <laughs> through these uh last fourteen episodes. Um worst dressed This is how I'm going to interpret this. So, for you guys who watched season 39, probably everybody listening, and then again season 40, did you notice, Melissa, that Boston Rob was wearing the same red shorts and black tank top? Mm Mm-hmm, I did. Dude just wore that for 40 days, 80 days, like a half a year straight. (laughs) What Maybe are you he just doing? Likes it. Well, I guess a quarter of a year. But could you imagine? It might be a different set of shorts and a shirt. But like, why you? I don't know. It was like the same tank top, and then I don't know. So is that worst dressed? Yeah, for sure. Okay, and best. Best dressed. Nick. <laughs> Dude's wearing a blazer on yeah. Fiji. <laughs> And with Looking, no shirt oh underneath. Yeah. No shirt underneath. Dude is dressed and classy as always. Yep. I'll go Nick. Okay. Honorable mention though. All the all the fashion show people. Mm. Fishnet. Like literal fishnet wrapped around as a scarf. Not fishnets. Yeah. But like a fishnet wrapped around as a scarf. It's a good look. But it wasn't all season. I often think about what I would wear on Survivor because you want it to be like quick drying, but it keeps you warm when you need it. But also you can be like cool in it. So Right. I don't know. I still haven't have decided on my perfect outfit. Like producers pick to an extent what you wear. Do they? Yeah. Have you ever noticed that every season when people like arrive there's like very clear color coding oh yeah they tell you what color to wear yeah and then you kind of wear like like... well i think they try to pick like because nick's a lawyer 
he's going to show up in a blazer. Like, why else? Why would you show up to Survivor in a blazer? Yeah. Like, he's a fancy dude from Kentucky. You know, you know they're fancy up there. Mm-hmm. Down there. Okay. Next question. Next award was, who was your favorite to see show up on screen? Like, who did you get a smile on your face when they would appear? Well, I guess, I don't, I don't know. Towards the end, usually Tony, because, like, Tony kind of came into his own at the end. He was a lot slower, but then with, like, the spy nest, it was kind of... I love the picture. There's there's a still of Tony up in his spine with just his face bobbing out. And it's I have it saved in my phone. Every time I see it I laugh. But Tony Tony was super entertaining. And I I personally really loved Ben. Okay. Sarah also we discussed this pretty funny. Okay, my favorite it's gotta be Adam, because he usually has something funny to say, or Ethan, because his smile just lights up the world. Oh, for sure. Like, he is such a joy. I didn't think about that. Ethan is literally a ball of sunshine. Yeah. And I mean that, I know that sounded very serious, because I am. That was not sarcastic. No, he's great. He always brought a smile to my face when he smiled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now this one is a little bit more intense. Okay. And it is the best fire token exchange. So this could be either from the edge to the players, or you could, if you buy something. Tony. Extortion. That was hilarious. Very funny. It was so funny. When he gets to reading it, he's like, oh, man, this is so good. Extortion? You can't extort people. I'm a cop. This is fantastic. I get to extort someone. And then you just see the whole mood change when he gets to the end. It was so good. But he actually took it and was, like, still laughing. He, like, laughed at himself for, like, getting so pumped up and then it being such a kick in the butt at the end. Mm Mm-hmm. That one also, he was able to rally two different alliances to give him enough money or enough fire tokens to, uh, like, not extort. I think that was also, like, the start of the end for all the other players. Mm -hmm. Like, that was, like, the beginning of, like, the... Because we all... All season, up to that point, we're like, Tony, shut up. You're not a lion. You're yeah. not... A- Stop talking about lions and hyenas. Yeah. And then there was even, like, a clip during that show being like, Tony ha- doesn't even have a social game. And then he just rallied so many fire tokens. Yeah. I think that was, like, the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. He had a really good arc. Um mm-hmm. My favorite fire token exchange, hmm, I'd have to say, or okay, not my favorite, but I think I worded it as the best, and I'm going to have to say Natalie, who was able to collect 14 and then spend them, and even have enough to spend on someone else, but 
because she had three advantages, that has to be why it has to at least contribute to her win and getting back into the game and like almost winning, coming in second from being voted out first to to placing second, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think she 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 didn't spend it on the food that was made available to them. She saved it until the very end and um, it, it paid off. So I'd say that was one of the best, but I also agree with you. No, I, I definitely agree with you. I was, I was thinking about one specific time, mm-hmm. whereas you took like a broader sense of the, the question, which is like, you know, they're your questions. You can do whatever you want. Well, I um, said like it could be what you no, buy yeah, with yeah, a yeah. fire token or what you do with a fire token. It, exactly. And like I'm not, you, but that was that was really good. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree like what Natalie did with those fire tokens. She was like, she was like the friggin' bank. Yeah. She was like the fire token bank. And how are you not tempted to be like, oh, I'll just spend four on pizza and peanut butter when you're starving out there. But then if she had done that, like she wouldn't have had enough to buy herself an idol, which ended up saving her in the end. Or three, like, you know, like it all paid off. And those three advantages, like everything, like saving those tokens is the reason why she made it that far. Because if she wouldn't have had those three advantages, Wendell probably definitely would have had one. Like, yeah, he well, was she obviously so struggled with yeah, that thing. Yeah, big time. And then she needed that first idol to make it pass because there was no idols to find. Yeah. There was no idols in play. Exactly. So she really needed everything she had. All right. So we're going to have a little fun with this one. I'm and all about fun. I want to know what you think is the best way to wear a buff. What's your favorite way? How would you wear your buff if you were on Survivor? How I wear it at home. Like a bandana. Okay. Scrunchied. Nice. Like, yeah, like really a t- like a tight. like a thin yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a thin line. I always I and always are you admire... wearing it like around your head or are you wearing it to push your hair back? I gotta hold my hair back. Mm. Of long bangs. Okay. I always admire the females, though. They get to wear it as, like, a tube top. Yeah. Like, literally a tube. I do like buff. that. Um, I think it's funny. Like, I think I would want to... I would wear it as a top sometimes. And I wear on Survivor. Because that's the cool thing to do. Me too. But, um... I also love... When... The guys wear it especially guys with no hair like Tony, wear it on their head and they leave it long in the back. Like it's all Mm -hmm. like a long tube. That's so funny. But Tony like also ties his. Yeah. Like in a little knot. Yeah, there was a scene where like he had it long, but then he tied it tight. Yeah. Okay, that was a fun question. Maybe maybe also the old armband. Yep, yep, yep. Like you just kind of put it on and wrap it a few times so then you still have it. Because I think I'd be like a Boston Rob and always have like a hat. Yeah. I recently, or like last summer, I went camping and I brought your buff mm-hmm. and I wore it around my head when I went to sleep and it just like, like, so it was just my face showing. Um, and that definitely kept my head warm and like any fear of anything creepy crawly crawling in your ears, which is a fear of mine, um, you'd be protected. So I'd yeah. do that when I was sleeping. Okay. Imagine camping for 39 days. Yeah, that'd be insane. With no tent. Okay. Let us talk about 
a major part of the game of Survivor, blindsides. And what was the best blindside this season? I think I know what you're going to say. Is there's, there's no other option. It has to be the old slaying of the queen. Yeah. I think I think that has like there's no other way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that big a season for blindsides either. Uh, no, not too much. There was some. Yeah, there was some blindsides, but they weren't nearly at the same caliber as. I'd like, say I'd say close second would be Sophie's. Yeah. Sophie's was good. That I think good mostly blindside. because of her reaction. <laughs> yeah. Of like, I have an idol in my pocket. Like, really? Like, no, I don't know how to do idol this. In pocket. And then she's like, Jeff, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, those were two pretty great ones. Okay, so we just said what the best blind side was. Now I'm tacking on a different, a new level. And I want to know what the best strategic vote off was it doesn't have to be a blindside but it is the best vote off the most strategic which is which i think is a difficult question no because we've talked this season uh we've brought up just in our podcast and i think a lot of people also noticed that this season there was no just like oh vote them off because they're weak vote them off because they're old like every vote had to be thought out and discussed and and purposeful so if you can think of an answer that's fine but we could also just say there well, is not one that's the best yeah it, it is tough because you're on a season where everybody is in a position to win mm-hmm. um, most recently was the kim towards the very end because you have to get kim out yeah at that point of the game uh, she was she was a real threat she could have definitely won the game everybody at the end could have won the game. Um, but Kim was definitely kind of a little further ahead. I also think uh, getting out Boston Rob. Yeah, that, that has to be. That has to be done. Yeah. I think any of those big names, like like the, the Boston Robs, the Parvities, the Ethan, Sandra. and also the, the double vote off of Tyson. Like, he yes. got voted out twice. That's tough. It is tough. But. That would suck. Yeah. Okay. What do you, now, what, wait, what do you, what do you think? I don't know. I think, like I said, they were all uh, strategic. I think. Um, like, I think the Ben vote has to have some weight to it because Sarah did have to weigh the options, see if it's worth it, all that type of thing. So. Yeah. I yeah. think this season more than like any other season, mm-hmm. each vote has a lot more writing on it. Yeah. And like every time there was an easy vote, something would come up. Like right. how many times, was Tony the easy vote or whatever, and then he wins immunity, or Michelle, or Natalie pulls an idol out, like, all that stuff. So there were no easy votes ever, I don't think. Um. Okay, now, what 
was your favorite immunity win? Uh, weirdly enough, the first thing that comes to mind is I really enjoyed the very first challenge with the buoy in the water and like they have to actually like drag each other through the water. Jeff is waist high. <laughs> you love that. <laughs> I, I do. That's the best part of my whole survivor experience is seeing Jeff taking a, taking a little dip. Um, but I did love that challenge. Uh, I, as I've mentioned on this podcast plenty of times, never watched Old Survivor, and that to me kind of seemed like an Old Survivor kind of uh, challenge. I've also seen some of the videos of, when we talked about this as well uh, the other day, the, the old Survivor fear factor which I would love to see again. I wish they would have done for mm. season 40. Because that's something that the old timers would have done. And then the new timers wouldn't have done. Yeah. Um, so I really I really did love that that challenge. I don't know if that classifies as like an immunity win. Um, but I, I did really like that challenge. Okay. I like it. I'll throw it back to the first episode as well. If you guys don't remember, it was a two-hour, so we got two immunity challenges. And uh, this was when it was a group immunity. And it was when Rob was literally throwing his team off his shoulders over. And it was just so epic. And then it looked like they were still going to lose. But uh, Jeremy got the win. Right? Yeah. He pulled it out with those little hoop throws or whatever, ring toss. That was entertaining. I just like when someone who you don't think is going to win, wins. Also, I want to participate in the one that they did with the water slide. That looks like a lot of fun. That was one of the greatest immunity wins of the season. Yeah. Michelle. I think. That was awesome. It was so good. But yes, it looks so fun. Yeah, I just want to go down that slide. Ben like didn't even touch it, the slide, I think, until like halfway down. He would just like launch himself uh, over and hope for the best. And we saw his butt. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Um, next, let's, let's take a little deeper. Let's get into the soul of Survivor. Not the soul Survivor but the soul of Survivor. And we're going to talk about the most heartfelt moment on this season. Family visits are always heartfelt. Mm. Especially when they rolled up on the edge. Yeah. Oh, God. Those are always really hard. Um, Ethan. Mm. um, Ethan, I don't... Like, I guess they're, they're like heartfelt moments. Like, they're not... They're not sad, per se, because he's, he's a thriver, as he says, right? He's, he's no longer a survivor. He's a thriver. So, like, they're not sad. They're, they're, like, nice stories of, like, conquering things. Ben, this last episode, killed me. <laughs> I'd probably say that one. Okay. Yeah, I have to agree that family visits are so special when the whole family comes out oh my gosh and then when 
they see them coming on the edge and they just you see the like joy on their face and surprise so that was great but that's like a cop out of an answer for the most heartfelt so i'm gonna sorry well no you gave a different one i know but like, I we said both that said first. that yeah. so we can both say yes family visits but that's what anyone would say. Like, like a little guilty pleasure. A little guilty pleasure, yeah. 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 You're just like... Like, you oh, know I... it's not the craziest, but no. like, you, you know, it yeah. still gets you. Um, so, I'm going to have to say, it was when uh, Natalie, Amber, and Danny all walked with Ethan to the top to get the final piece of wood after his fall that is just like that's that's a great answer there was a lot of tears this season on my part anyway yeah that i think that was nicer than rob continuing to go and get the coconuts oh yeah um i think it's even nicer than ben sacrificing himself no that that one just <laughs> tore my heart right out. Okay. So there did. you go. There's something about seeing grown men like that cry, and it's not good. Okay. It's not good for me, for this grown man. Well, now child. you know that we are an emotional pair. There's a lot of crying over here. <laughs> yep. Lots of Kleenex go through this house. Oh, heck yeah. All right. Now, let's talk about the best twist that this season presented i feel like i really don't have really i really feel like i really don't really have good i just put so many reallys in there um i feel like i don't have that great of answers though because i honestly the first thing i think of is the biggest twist is how tony ended up actually being a lion okay he wouldn't shut up about it and then all of a sudden we're like wait what yeah he had a pretty good edit um like natalie doesn't seem like that big of a surprise to me that she came back no but it can also be like game twists i i think a big twist is is was rob and how he like underperformed okay i think that was a big twist i don't i don't think i don't think anybody coming into watching this season was like nice poverty boston rob sandra tyson thought he was gonna win um you know but like these like survivor monuments like if there was a mount rushmore they're all there and the people who were on that mount rushmore were all just hanging out on the edge of extinction okay Interesting. That's a that to me is a pretty big twist. You're interpreting my twist differently than what I thought. Hey, I'm the one getting interviewed here. I know. Also, I want everyone to know I don't have answers written down. I just wrote these down in a hurry, so I haven't thought of my answers yet either. Yeah, me neither. I know. I just want them Clearly. to not be like, "Oh, you're just quizzing him," whereas I'm also quizzing myself. I just am reading the notebook. Melissa, what is the biggest twist then? Because you seem to be interpreting it differently. Yes. I'm interpreting it as twists put in by the survivor. Oh. 
I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I was trying to help you get no, there. No, I knew. I knew I was okay, on story so, twists. Two million dollars. That's an insane twist. That's a big twist. Never been done before. Fire tokens. Never been done before. Big twist. Big twist. Bigger twist that I just came to realize was the play or the the way fire tokens can infiltrate someone's game from the edge of extinction. So the way that Natalie was able to make Tony give her whatever, six or eight. eight. It was eight? Something six? insane, fire tokens. Too many. Um, you know, like people were giving up their fire tokens to, they didn't know who. Right? So yeah. that was pretty cool. Just the way that there was still gameplay going on between the voteouts and the players who remained in the game. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's probably my biggest twist. Yeah, that's definitely a good way to look at it. I did not look at it that way at all. But, you know, that's okay. we have no rules. No rules. Okay. But that way we both get to talk about different things. Yeah, I know. Now let's talk about the best play of the game. This could coincide with the best blindside or the best strategic move. But if so, there's something different... So are you different... wanting me to say... No, I'm just the same saying, blindside, I'm that saying is you don't have to think of, of something different if it's the same thing. No, I definitely want to, to keep the... Uh, keep it fresh. The, the listeners, you know, keep the listeners interested. Um, that, that blindside, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to beat that. That, it, that was one... That's probably, like, the highlight of the season. Like, if you had, like, the top ten sports net plays, that would probably be number one. Okay. I respect it. I have to say, anything that resulted in, uh, or, like, that came from the spy nest. Because those are a few pretty good moves. Like, he found out that Natalie had an idol, found, uh, or figured to vote out Sophie, I'm pretty sure. And just that, like, he didn't get caught and he was up in a friggin' tree just listening to people. That's pretty cool. So I'd say the best move was the invention and use of the spy nest. Now. Was it the invention or just, like, redesigning of prior used nests and spies? Yeah, but you have to have a little bit more gut to climb a tree because you could fall out. It's true. Um, Okay, so I only asked that to ask this. The worst play or move this season. Can I say um, selling your immunity idol for one token now (laughs) and then waiting till after tribal for the other token but then really you're just sitting your butt home you're just obsessed with that move. It's I'm telling you, it's the best play of Survivor history. You heard it here, folks. Okay. TSN Top 10. I'm going to say, for me, as much love in my heart as I have for him, it has to be Adam um, 
double playing Rob because that kind of was the beginning of the end of his game. Like it put a big target on his back and that, whoa, (laughs) that move could never, like he couldn't escape it. And then I think it was uh, his demise in the end. Okay, I picked that for my best is when Adam left. No. That's my favorite. Okay. Now. Yeah, that's hard. The hurt, like the worst. I I know, it's um, fun, eh, though? Oh, it's super fun to think about. Okay. I wish I would have got these beforehand. Now. Probably wouldn't have come up with anything. Your. Who is your pick for the most entertaining castaway? Man, my answers are so lazy. But Tony. Dude dude was up in the nest. And let me tell you, that still image. We're going to post on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. That still image. Hilarious. Yeah, it's good. And like whenever you hear them talking, you just see the leaves move from in front of his face. You just see Tony trying to look. And the way he like had the entire jury laughing their butts off like he is just so uh, such a character and adam knew adam was like spy nest yeah yeah he's he was he was a really good character you're super annoying at the very well not super annoying but we were like all right enough about the lions and the hyenas mm-hmm. and then we were like oh he he wasn't wrong yeah who do you think um most entertaining i really liked watching michelle just because she had such a good arc and like she was sassy sometimes she had the whole like drama of dealing with an ex-boyfriend who was being a major jerk to her uh and she had to deal with being on the bottom and she just like came out of it with a great attitude i think like not a lot could get her down um, and she just talks funny, like says hoodwinked and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, so, darn. Yeah. So I'd have to say Michelle. Um, okay. Let's talk about your favorite moment of the entire season. Is it when Sandra got blindsided? <laughs> it's, it's probably when Sandra got blindsided. No. What is my favorite part of... See... What I realized, and I was actually thinking about this today, um, survive, and mostly when I was watching, like we we were rewatching, like earlier episode, like synopsises of synopsi of earlier episodes, and it's so much, like it's so much to take in when you have twenty people on an island. I really enjoy, like, the final, I'd say, like, seven less. Because you're, like, so compressed. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know you, like, there's there's tribes, so there's, like, less people. But you're still dealing with two tribes or three tribes sometimes. And it's just too much. I I really enjoy when it gets small and it, like gets to crunch time and you know everything is just 
every single and you know some people do play it like right from the very beginning like every single move you make is like do or die but like when you get to a certain point in the game like you really cannot mess up like if you win immunity or you find that idol that just guarantees you one more day so instead of having like 10 days left you can make it with only nine days left and then it's only eight days left after that and seven and you guys know how numbers work okay but i really 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 love when it gets down to like the nitty-gritty so can you think of like a specific moment yeah the question is the best moment not best number (laughs) well i can't really think of like a specific moment moment but like that moment in the show like that shift of like it's like it's like the shift of energy Mm. um i would say when if i had to try and pick like a moment it's like when tony started to to win like we talked about earlier like that shift yeah and then it everything kind of changed after that Okay, cool. Um, I love when Survivor and real life coincide. That's a, that's so beautiful, so poetic. Thank you. So any examples? Yeah, it happened this last episode, and it was Lucina and her speech about uh, not feeling bad for the way that she played anymore because. She was, like, you all heard, it was very moving and all this stuff. Um, And, like, as you all have heard me say, I love a good, strong female. I'd love to see a female winner. We haven't had one since Sarah. So uh, I was a little disappointed to see a male win, but he definitely deserved it. But, you know, I love those types of moments. I'm an S. JW. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Social um, justice warrior. And I it, think Sarah nice is moments. too. And for the past two seasons, we have seen that where real life bleeds into the game of Survivor. Um, and it was just like a nice moving moment. And then Adam whispers down to Sophie being like, that was so cool. The way she was like, call me Lucina. And you just like, he's just so, I don't know. I love them both. So I'd say that whole like five minutes of show. Uh, and then to hear Jeff be like, yeah, it's true. I probably have a lot of things that I do and I don't even realize it. And I think that's like what the world is right now. of Things that we're realizing that we might have to change or you might have to adjust and that's okay that to realize it and and apologize for things you've done but then move forward in a in a new way and i think survivor is doing that and i think we should all should be doing that so yay that's that's really good i find yeah survivor does really mimic real life and i it was also really nice this season to have people like let go of things or you know that kind like kind of how lucina was like Mm -hmm. i can let go of some things and a a lot of people kind of had that and like ethan ethan's journey 
and how like survivor kind of mimics his journey of like trying yeah. to push through and like just trying to see another day and you know so it and, is it is really nice and for a lot of these players this season was like the the, the final Bookend. chapter yeah. of their survivor uh journey so it was really special to just like be part of it and extra special for us because we did a whole podcast on it so on that note what was your favorite moment of podcasting getting to spend time with my best friend (laughs) definitely not the tech issues (laughs) um it's it's a lot of fun to to kind of it's like strangely a lot of work Mm -hmm. um yeah. More than I think we thought it was. Oh, man, like so much. And like we don't even put as much work into this as we should, to be uh, quite frank with you listeners. Um, because this yeah, is like We have actually... a very basic setup. We use basic uh, softwares. Things could get pretty heavy in the tech side, but it's, yeah, we're it's very... It's definitely tested our relationship. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Well... Like one time with my Mac, yeah, it says in my relationship with my Mac, um, you know. So it that definitely hasn't been the fun part. If I could just sit down, and chat about Survivor, which is pretty much what we're doing. It's like there, this has been like no rules. It's kind of just getting thoughts out about what we see on TV and hoping that you guys also see it the same way. Yeah, I think my favorite part has been like finding that balance of having just a casual discussion um but also wanting to like be smart about it i guess is the best way to put it like have structure uh the theme really helped with keeping structure when we were able to stick to it we did oftentimes uh drift off the path a little but we always found a way to bring it back and um, I also just love doing the 30-second recaps because they are funny. And, yeah, it's been great just talking about it with you. That's what I said, hanging out with More my best friends. Also, just P.S., it's not so much work that we hate it. We're going to keep doing this. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, okay. Well, I think that concludes. We did think – we did talk about doing uh, – Outwit, outplay, outlast, but we figured the answers for each would be Tony because he won. <laughs> so, yes. However, just... I I would have put some votes f- on Michelle. Um, I was really yeah. sad to see that Michelle didn't get any votes. I wouldn't. This is the, this is where I fall in like my dilemma though. I personally wouldn't have voted for her. I would have voted for Tony because I think he did deserve it. But I also felt so bad when Michelle didn't get any votes. Well, going in, I even like turned to you and said, like, there isn't one person who's just brought to the end. Mm-hmm. Like, there always is. There's always one person who you can think, like, oh, they're not going to get any votes. And then to see Michelle not get any votes, I was sad. Um but, and she got so dressed up for the Zoom meeting. Well, yeah, she probably just wanted to. But I think the jury really let them all know that like they each played a really deserving game and that none of them were 
brought to the end. None of them were goats. None of them rode coattails. They all did things to get themselves there. And so I hope Michelle knows that. I think she did walk away from this season uh, proud, which I think she should. So, yeah, I was also disappointed, but Would you have voted for her? Who would you have voted for? I think I would have had an alliance with Michelle. So I would have voted for Michelle. Yeah? (sighs) I don't know. I definitely, I I don't think I would have voted for Natalie. Although it has to be said that Natalie, being the first one to be voted out, absolutely murdered Extinction. Yeah. Like, made Extinction her, her, you know... And then I don't, weird. yeah, I don't know if I can say that. We'll have to get the little e on the yeah. podcast. Um, and then on top of that, came back with one idol, played that idol to get to the next day, found one, used it again, and then and found it on top of Tony, who had not gone to bed and was just constantly searching all night. And then won the final challenge. Yeah. Like, she played a perfect game for how her game was. Like, obviously, the perfect game is not ending up on Extinction. But getting voted, being put on Extinction, she played the perfect game to get to that final three. Agreed. Yeah, you have to respect it. You have to respect them all. And I think that's what um, the jury did. And... Yeah. Yeah, there was. A, it, I really enjoyed this this whole final three because you really like it was up in the air. Yeah, it was anyone's game with Tony like a little bit more, mm-hmm. just because he did have so much to show, like you know, four immunity wins, uh, the vote outs. The alliance, like all this stuff. The spy shack. They loved the spy nest. Yeah. So, I think yeah, he is a deserving winner. I'm. Gl- I was glad to see him when I wasn't disappointed. I loved the entire season. Uh, I can't wait for season fifty. See what they do there. Oh my gosh. Here's a question for you, Melissa. Okay. Before we go, who out of them do you think we're going to see again? Who hasn't? closed the final chapter um adam actually you know what i no i think he might come back nick Hmm. i don't know i'd almost say say. wendell but i don't know if wendell will be invited back yeah he had a weird attitude yeah i don't know it's really hard to say because when you're on a season like that uh you kind of, it's kind of a big deal. I, I for one, want to see some n- new survivors, no returner, like returnees. Mm-hmm. We haven't had that since David versus Goliath. Christian is who I want to see come back. Nice, yeah. He is so great. But yeah, I would love to see season 41, all new people, none of this island of the idols or mentors blah 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 just like new new people let's 
it's time to restart so that season 80, we don't even have anyone from the first 40. It's all the new ones. <laughs> well, we have to have Me. new people, right? In order to have new favorites. Exactly. I always said they, they should just do season 41 the same as season one. Just same rules. Wow. No idols. Nothing. I don't know what they had in season one. That's mostly why I want it, so I can find out and learn. Season 41 is going to be done over Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Quarantine. Yeah. Literally, we're all on Survivor right now. Survivor, your house. And then it's just everybody in their house. Yeah. And Extinction is the guest bathroom. Yeah. That'd be funny. All right, and with that hilarious joke, I say our podcast comes to an end. Thank you all so, so, so much for listening. It has been an honor to grace your podcast feeds every week. And to those who listen, thank you so much. It means so much to us. We are, like we said, very first-time podcasters. Uh, but we had so much fun doing it, and we plan to keep doing it for Not season anymore, 41. Though. We yeah. have officially one whole season of yeah. a podcast. Wow. We are no longer podcast noobs. No. But we are, really. Uh, so, yeah, if you have any friends who are just starting the season, send them our podcast. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a crazy ride. Like I said, I've laughed. I've cried. <laughs> but it was it was better than cats. I don't know what they say. Uh, but yeah, it's been a crazy ride. Uh, a lot of more work than we thought it was. But it was so much fun. It was a big learning experience for both of us. Uh, Melissa's always wanted to do a podcast. I always wanted to support Melissa. So... <laughs> I joined in. We we ended up having so much fun. And it was a great, great way to watch Survivor because you get to watch it through. We, like, we still watched it, had a lot of fun on Wednesday night. And yeah. then Thursday was all business. We were... We we watched Survivor like, like a mullet, you know? Party and business. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who um want more survivor content in your life there is the ponderosa videos which are now on youtube and for those of you who might not know after they uh the players get voted out and they don't go to the edge of extinction they go to a place called ponderosa and this is where uh they live until the game is done so we get to see all of the edge of extinction jury show up like all however many of them there are 13 or whatever And it's like an hour, it's like 49 minutes of them arriving and weighing in and looking at themselves for the first time, their first meal, just how everyone is kind of like adjusting to to no longer being in the game. And then we get to see Denise arrive, Ben arrive, and lastly Sarah arrive, and just how they're received by everyone else. And it's just like that little extra bit to uh, fill the void that you might be feeling. Maybe you could save it for next Wednesday and then watch it then. But yes, highly recommend. It's on YouTube. Just search Survivor Season 40 Ponderosa, something like that. It's always great to watch the Ponderosas. And if you haven't seen it, 
imagine a place so nice that you just got voted out of a game that you could have won, and then you go to, and you go, oh, this is nice. This is not bad at all. That's probably a pretty nice place, wouldn't you think? Mm-hmm. All right. We're off to our own Ponderosa, a.k.a. the couch where we currently are still. But the end of our Survivor Season 40 career has arrived. Thank you once again. Adios. We'll see you next season on Survivor. Survivor.